Come to me, all you who labor and are burdened, and I will give you rest. Matthew chapter 11, verse 28. It's once again my pleasure to be here with you all in this amazing church with the presence of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit celebrating this Mass and thanking the Lord for all the wonderful blessings that God has showered upon our lives. And I'm here with a special mission, a mission appeal for my diocese back home in India, in the southern state of Kerala, the very first diocese in, the, in India, erected in the year 1329. And Jordanus Catalani was our first bishop, a French Dominican missionary. And I will talk about the mission in a while, uh, but I just want you, all of you, to reflect with me based on the readings of the day. The readings of the day invite all of us to focus on this particular verse, come to me, all you who labor and are burdened, and I will give you rest. Today the people are in search of uh, relaxation, and the secular world offers mindful meditation. It's all because the world is in dire need of some support, some help, People are all searching for meaning in life, purpose in life, and therefore they want to relax for a while, rest for a while, take rest. And Jesus is offering a great rest. Come to me, all you who are burdened. And that's what this, again, St. Peter in his first letter, chapter 5, verse said, Verse 7 would say, cast all your anxiety on him, he cares for you. Cast your burdens, he cares for you. Jesus cares for you because when we learn to be happy through simplicity, many complications unravel and we will be able to find rest with Jesus when uh, because Jesus himself said he is humble, meek, and humble of heart, and humility is his face. So there is a sense of coherence when we come to understand in a spiritual realm where we realize the presence of the power of the Holy Spirit who can restore, who can give us back the, the real love, who can really restore into our hearts the spirit, the spirit of wisdom, who, who is able to wipe away all our tears, who is able to actually carry all our burdens. But he puts a condition before us, take my yoke, carry my cross, carry your sufferings. And we have a spiritual meaning, a meaning and purpose in life when we really carry our cross, when we carry our burdens, and when we are able to entrust everything into the hands of the Lord. 
a loving God who is able to uh, be with us. And the condition that he provides is to also to assume the demand for love and service. So whenever we participate in a mission, we, whenever we do a charity, we are actually on the other hand participating in the universal uh, mission of the Catholic Church. And today Jesus invites us to follow him in a, in a way that we can actually um, get rid of all the pleasures of this world. That's what uh, St. Paul in his letter to the Romans, as we heard in the second reading, would challenge us to live in the spirit, not in the flesh live in the spirit. So I think this is a constant reminder that we need to consciously take this effort to receive this sacred consciousness level where we are able to embrace the presence of the Holy Spirit in our day-to-day uh, -day affairs, in our work affairs, in our family life, in our daily little conversations, if we are able to feel the presence of the Holy Spirit, and we, if we are able to affirm that sacred consciousness within us, and that's what is actually we are being called for. And, uh, you know, uh, we would all, always glory to Jesus. I would also request all of you to raise your dominant hand and say, when I say Jesus is good, you, you are going to respond all the time. Jesus is good. Jesus is good. All the time. All the time. Hallelujah. So now let me get back to the mission appeal. <laughs> So it's, it's again, as I said, the Diocese of Koilon is a, it's a one of the southern um, dioceses and the first diocese, as I said, from which we have a lot of number of, good number of Catholic dioceses were originated and we are grateful to God because one of the greatest blessing India was blessed with uh, the great apostle Thomas. Saint Thomas came to India in 52 AD and he built seven churches. And by God's grace, one of the churches is in, in the diocese of Koilon, in my diocese. And, uh, you know, like we can trace back the Catholic uh, population from the very first beginnings because of the greatest efforts done by Thomas, St. Thomas the Apostle, who professed Jesus as my Lord and my God. So from that time onwards, I, uh, you know, like people uh, started believing in God and he was actually murdered in our neighboring state and I had a chance to visit his tomb and pray and later, we have in the, you know, like 12, 13, 14 centuries, we have a lot of missionaries 
uh, came from France, Spain, and, and different European countries. And now, a lot of missionaries uh, from India are going out different parts of the world and preaching and giving that back, returning what we have experienced or our forefathers have experienced. So my bishop uh, is Bishop Paul Anthony, and he has initiated a new program in the diocese for the community. My community is also like a fisherman community. Those who go for, uh, you know, every day they go to the sea or to the nearby lakes or rivers, catch the fish, and their husband, their wives would go and sell the fish, and they educate their children, and, you know, they have their livelihood because of the fishing, and they totally depend on fishing uh, for their livelihood. And this community is blessed with so many other gifts and talents, and Bishop understood the need of uh, raising children, especially intelligent children, but poor, having poor economic background. And he is providing free education, training them, uh, especially we don't have lot many lawyers and advocates and engineers. So of late, uh, like 10 years back, uh, they started an engineering college in my diocese. Then later, just this uh, five years back, they started off with a community law library so that the students and adults and community members can come in and access the library at any time and also get the uh, in-person reference from the staff for their legal support. Because the people have to be waiting for months together if they have to meet with their lawyer. So that is a condition and Bishop understood the need and he is training so many students in law so that they may become future lawyers and advocates and they can return back to the, and serve in the community uh, for any sort of the legal needs and legal support that they need. And this purpose of this mission is also to to support in a way to enhance the facility there. Uh, we still have to hire some staff, some regular staff who could provide the in-person references and counseling. And we also have to uh, enhance the community library with uh, more electronic gadgets and computers and also a lot of uh, books still uh, law books, actually, Bishop has to purchase. We, it's in the heart of the city. It's a rented place. And if you are uh, giving $30, you are actually paying half of the rent. If you, if you are giving $60, you are actually paying off the monthly rent for that library. What an awesome, you know, conversion that I have. So, uh, you know, like there are opportunities that we can cooperate uh, in the form of your prayers, in the form of your charity, in the form of your moral support that you give to the people in India, especially during the time of tribulations. The whole country, the whole Christianity in, in India is undergoing um, a crisis, a, a, a religious freedom crisis, I would say because we are not able to exercise our religion 
our, uh, our faith life. And 128 churches have been destroyed over the last two months in one of the states in India called Manipur. That's the nor northeastern states where we have 40% of the total population are uh, Christians, including Catholics. And the Hindu nationalist group want to reduce the number of Catholics and Christians in that particular state because of the political agenda. And they are being brutally attacked. And 120 people were already murdered. And a lot of families and people are staying in schools and public schools and hospitals because they are being evacuated. And they have to run for life and, and they are all under threat. So such is the condition. And those of you who have visited, for, visited India for a mission would know what would have been a reaction from the part of the government. So it's so challenging, and, but still people uh, work, people live there courageously, witnessing the faith life uh, in, the, in spite of the challenges that they have. And this, I would say, these 120 people who have been murdered are real uh, martyrs because they witnessed their faith life for the cause of the church, for the cause of the bringing of the uh, faith life of the Indian Christianity. So uh, this is a time, this is a dire, uh, you know, I request your um, prayers, your humble prayers are needed in order to overcome this challenge that India has. And also different parts of the world, uh, the faith life for that matter, they are all facing a lot of challenges. So my dear brothers and sisters, as Jesus said, I am meek and humble of heart. We humble ourselves, we acknowledge our sins, we also understand the power and the presence of the Holy Spirit who is dwelling within us, who is encouraging us to really stay tuned to, uh, to the Lord and to listen to His voice. And Jesus, um, is encouraging all of us to participate the best that you can, um, come what may, because the people, I'm, uh, I know that some of the priests who work there in this particular state, they are now serving in the Archdiocese of Indianapolis. And I came to know that there is like a lot of ethnic conflicts, but under the guise of those ethnic conflicts, there is a political agenda to reduce the number of Catholic population. So I think our uh, prayers are highly appreciated and uh, I also request all of you to pray for my diocese. It's a minority diocese. With all the majority population, we still continue to witness. And I thank uh, my parents for their wonderful support when I joined the seminary immediately after my grade 10 at the age of 15, I joined the seminary. But uh, when I was in the, like, the fourth grade or fifth grade, I used to say I want to become a pilot. I never said I want to become a priest. So they got surprised when I joined the seminary. 
but my parents were praying. I, I still remember my dad used to carry the Bible to the, he was the only one carrying the Bible <laughs> to the church. And I felt a little bit ashamed at that time, but I'm, and now I feel proud, okay. <laughs> so I used to tell, ask my dad, why are you carrying the Bible? You can still keep the Bible at home and read. Then he said, no, uh, I'm carrying this Bible. When the priest reads the gospel, he reads with it. When the lectors read the, you know, the first reading or responsorial psalm, and he reads with the Bible and he meditates immediately after the Mass. He doesn't leave the church. So we have to be, all, all, all my siblings, we have to be waiting outside for him <laughs> to, after his meditation, then uh, he comes out. So that was a great model when I realized, uh, you know, his prayer life, his spiritual life, and my mom taught me most of the prayers, the, including the creed, uh, you know, Hail Holy Queen, all these prayers. She, she was so strict with us. We have to memorize and, and you know, uh, say it out immediately after the family rosary in the evening. So that was really, I mean, these, these are all simple little spiritual exercises. Help me in the long run. To, to become a priest of the uh, sacred heart, to be a priest and to also witness Jesus here with you. I never thought I would come to America. And I, uh, as Father said, I'm uh, also doing my research at IUPUI on spiritual healing. And he, Father has great connections with several other people and he's going to connect with me and I'm so excited for that opportunity. And I also thank Father Dave uh, for doing that. And um, I love you all and I pray for you. Keep me also in your prayers whenever you remember. Father Pius, just say a Hail, Hail Mary for me. And a Hail Mary for my diocese. And I hope the community library will thrive and a lot of students would uh, you make use of the opportunity to enhance their learning and give back to the entire Catholic population there in the diocese. God bless you all. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit.